prior to that summer, I thought that I knew everything about wild spaces, or at least most things. I had grown, or I took a summer internship in Palmer in 2019, and in the years prior to that, I had spent much of my time walking up and down 14ers in Boulder, Colorado, uh, growing arrogant, and walking up and down the, or walking up the Pacific Crest Trail. I took that internship in Palmer, longing for bigger adventures and less crowded wild spaces. By the middle of the summer, I still didn't really know anyone up here, and I, but I wasn't going to let that stop me from going on one of these adventures I had planned. Fourth of July weekend was the first long weekend I had, and I decided to go hike the 30-mile Kasugi Ridge Trail. It was really hot that summer, and I remember driving out to uh, Byer Lake, the north point of the trail, or south point of the trail, in the 1996 Subaru Legacy without air conditioning, with the windows rolled down, listening to Eddie Vedder tell me about Into the Wild and singing along with it a bit. I got to the trailhead and parked my car and went back out to the park's highway, stuck my thumb up in the air to hitch up to the north part of the trail where I'd start walking. After a, a little while, I caught a ride with a mother and daughter who were up in Alaska for the first time, going up to Denali National Park to spend a long weekend. And along the way, we chatted about Alaska things. I was new here too, so I didn't know that much, but I pretended to, and so we talked about stuff, and we talked about bears. And I remember we, we bid each other farewell, and good luck, and happy trails, and I got out, and I put my pack on, and I hiked up, up, up with Eddie Vedder's big hard sun beating on my neck, dripping sweat, up to Kasugi Ridge. And I got up there, and it was a it was a really nice departure from the valley and Anchorage, which were pretty brown and dry and hot that summer. Up there, it was a lot cooler, and the that the um, tundra was lush as ever and really bright green with alpine lakes dotting the the landscape strewn about. And the first day and a half or so of that hike off without a hitch. I covered most of the mileage I wanted to. I still was feeling pretty arrogant about this whole Alaskan wilderness thing. And I uh, set up camp for my last night out there. I put all of my food in my bear canister, as we Alaskans do, and I set that canister a couple hundred yards from my tent upon a big boulder. I left my backpack, which I thought was empty of food, um, just five feet from my tent. And I, uh, those of you who are up here remember how hot it was. So despite the elevation um, up there, I still opted to forego my rain fly and sleep out under the, the midnight sun. At least I'd be able to see Denali as I fell asleep. And uh, I also sleep exceptionally warm, so I stripped down, taking advantage of the the, the uncrowded trails, and uh, crawled into my tent to fall asleep. And I did for about an hour. And then I heard a loud crunch. And I bolted upright in my sleeping bag, and I turned around, 
and I saw just a few feet from my from my tent a big brown grizzly bear that was looking right at me. He or she had heard me bolt upright and knew of my presence. I put my hand on my bear spray, and I, in that split second, I decided I wasn't going to let that bear make the first move. So I yelled really loud, and luckily that bear ran the other way. And I got out of my tent and went over to assess the damage quickly and saw that that bear had bitten right into a Talenti jar that I'd left in my pack. Rather than getting cool ice cream on this hot night, though, it got um, some bitter green tea that I leave in the jar. And I took the jar, I went and put it in the, with the rest of my food, and took my book and went back into my tent to, to try and get myself back to sleep. And I did for about another 90 minutes. And then I heard what I thought was a dog panting. I thought it was a dream at first. And as I slowly opened my eyes, I saw peering down at me, no more than a couple feet from my face, what I assume was that same large grizzly bear, its beady black eyes looking right at me. It's, I remember a single strand of drool dripping from its mouth onto the mesh coffin in which I was laying. <laughs> and this time, I didn't think about, oh, should I yell, should I, what should I do? I screamed at the top of my lungs, and a very shrill scream. And luckily, again, that bear ran away. And I bolted as well. I got the hell out of that tent, and I was still fully naked. And now there was a swarm of mosquitoes at 4 a.m. under the midnight sun still. And I was just enshrouded in this cloud of mosquitoes, just walking circles around my campsite, every curse word in the English language and then some other languages coming out of my mouth, throwing everything I owned or had out there with me into my backpack, pulling my legs or my pant legs on one leg at a time, clothing myself. And somehow, I, before I knew it, I was clothed and packed and bolting south on the rest of the Kasugi Ridge Trail. And as I was walking down the last of that tundra, I remember seeing what I assume was that same grizzly roaming around in the tundra. And I remember looking at it and thinking, you know, I, I didn't know it all. I didn't know hardly any of it up here, especially. And that bear taught me that this land that we recreate on is belongs to those animals and the inhabitants that were here before us. And I'm, I'm, now I'm here to stay in Alaska as of a few weeks ago. And uh, I'm actually going back up to Kasugi Ridge uh, this 4th of July. This time I'll make sure to leave some room in my pack for humility. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>